so of course, for my speakers, my coaches and my consultants, if you're looking to, you know, establish your authority, looking to build your credibility and and even take your voice and turn it into a profitable business, then I would encourage you to go to getpaidwithpodcasting.com. There you can sign up for the free training that we have coming up. Welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show with Jonathan Jones. Here you will learn how to start, launch, and monetize your podcast. In addition to hearing the latest trends and the latest and greatest things happening in the podcast industry. Are you ready? What's going on, family? Welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show. Uh, I'm your host, Jonathan Jones, and this is your go-to spot for podcast news, podcast how-tos, and of course, we got to roll out the interviews. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. And 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 today we have a, we have a special guest in the building. We have a special guest virtually, and uh, he's the host of Life on the Court with Antoine Harris, and he also is your motivational coach, the one, the only. Coach Antoine Harris. Coach, how we doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Glad to have you in the building virtually. You know, glad to have yeah. you in the building virtually. Um, but but go ahead and just just take a take a few minutes and and just introduce yourself to those who may not be familiar with you or your work as of yet. All right. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. My name is Antoine Harris, founder CNO, founder and CEO of the Antoine Harris Group, where we uh, help reimagine the future of education. We work with students with student development and we work with educators with teacher development. Like Jonathan said, I also have my own podcast and I am a former college basketball coach, former collegiate athlete, student athlete, and also a former teacher educator at the middle and high school level. Man, yeah, man, you got that resume stacked up, man. You got that. You got that thing stacked up. I didn't even. I didn't even know. So you. So so now. Now you're talking about re- reimagining education, and and this is not coming from the perspective of somebody on the outside looking in. This is from somebody who was, you know, in the trenches working with the students daily. So so talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about your previous experience and why this is something that you want to do now. Great. Uh, that's a great question. So my previous experience with students in their education, let's just kind of date back to when I was in school and uh, my siblings were in school. And, you know, with a lot of, with schools, it's just a lot of content pushing, content pushing. And then what I realized over time, listening to people going through college, kind of like playing school, it really didn't develop me or prepare me for what the world had for me, what was out there. So it was, once I went Again, I was under this bubble for so long, so I didn't notice it. Being in athletics and being a a player, you're just kind of under this umbrella, which you really kind of get shielded from a lot of things. But once I got finally got out of it, got into education, and I'm a little bit more mindful and woke, so to speak, I started to see the deficiencies in uh, the educational system, the deficiencies with um, students of color, students that look like me, and how the content is pushed and how different uh, students are being taught different ways. And it rubbed me the wrong way. I was able to move into a position where I was the leader of teachers. I was the curriculum coordinator. So I had some autonomy in my last position to be able to 
help coach these teachers on how to, hey, you're going to have to build a relationship with these students first, uh, caring before content, caring before content and grace before grades. So it's when in when doing that, I just I just, again, discovered a bunch of deficiencies. And then when the pandemic hit, they talked about learning loss. But I saw a loss of learning before the pandemic, when before the pandemic pandemic started, just with my own students. So I started to put them in different areas of just mindfulness, um, emotional management with them not even knowing, just intertwining that into the lessons, which is hard to do, which is more work for the teachers. However, on the back end of it, you're going to get a more balanced, principled, caring student. And building that classroom culture uh, and student engagement was huge for me. And I, I, I've taught multiple subjects, but doing the extra work at home that a lot of teachers are not going to do, some are in it for the wrong reasons, let's just be honest, and these, these students, um, they suffer. And it's kind of, they're just pushed through and they get out in this world and are lost. When I finally got from under the umbrella of athletics, I admit I was lost. I didn't know who Antoine was um, away from ball. And a lot of our athletes go through that. So I took it upon myself like, all right, how can I or what can I do to help students kind of identify themselves, who they are, how they work with others in school? So working with a company uh, 24-7 that I'm certified to do the DISC assessment, and they have it for students. A lot of companies don't have that. So just using that uh, as just kind of a baseline, uh, because what I do is how I, my framework, and I'm going to share this with everybody. Yes, my framework is evidence-based learning. Uh, I mean, evidence-based strategies where we start with assessment and then we go through these levels of planning, implementation, and um, reflection on it to be able to help these students over the course of a semester or a year just to learn more about themselves. And a lot of that hasn't happened. Uh, I have a daughter who graduated um, in 2021. She graduated high school and was stuck. She struggled in the pandemic and it was hard for her. So that motivated me even more. It's like, all right, I got to do more. Like my own daughter, this hit home for me. And now I'm going to be an agent of change in this area. This is my arena. I love working with students. I love building relationships with students. And, I, you know, it, it comes off as not doing work to me. It's a passion of mine. So that's what I was uh, kind of been led to. Literally called by God to do it. Wow. Wow. First, first of all, first of all, you can't just, you ain't just going to run past everything that you just said. And I'm, I'm saying that because I didn't even notice about you. Like as you're unpacking this and as you're breaking down this evidence-based framework or evidence-based learning, I'm like, wait, what? And then you talking about the disc assessment too, man, like, okay. So, so this, this I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let everybody in on this because what one might think when they see you on Instagram, cause I told you offline, I say, every time I look up, I see you, you're speaking somewhere else because you are. And now I can see why it's solidified. I'm gonna bring it full circle and I'm gonna okay. get a mic back to you. I'm bringing full circle. Okay. I love it. 
because people have to understand in order to get in certain rooms, right? You, in order to get in certain rooms, there, there is a level of status that you have to have. And you just said, one, you've identified the problem that you've seen teachers have when you were working within the school system. Yeah. Two, you said you were a curriculum coordinator. You're yes. literally holding the keys to the yes. city, right? Yes. In terms of like what's what's being taught, what needs to be retained, and then yes. walking people through strategy of what it takes to do that. On top of the fact that you're discertified, and then you're doing the you're doing the work within the work because facilitating a DISC assessment is one thing, but then being able to break down like what it means and then understanding that certain people need to learn information certain ways. So we yes. take all of that and put all that together on top of the fact that you were a former athlete and then working with students who are athletic and then also, you know, students who are, are I don't like to say just students, but, you know, uh, um, students, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know, you, yeah. put, you put all of that together that makes a strong package. Now, now I see why you why you booked and busy, man. Now, now I see. It, it, it <laughs> yeah, and, sense, and I don't, you know, because when when I'm on social media, right, I know it can be difficult because I'm just not experienced at it. To be honest with you, I know what I can do. I know I can get on the phone and I can talk about what we do. I know what I can do. I know I can build relationships with individuals. I know I could email you and give you detail on what we're doing, what we're trying to do, and here's what it looks like from A to Z. I can do that. Now, you know, again, you don't really see it on on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. I mean, I, I do a lot more on LinkedIn. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit different, but, and that's just where I'm at with it. Like, I'm, I'm in this just this business of, of, of helping students and I'm passionate about it. And I just really want to start with self. And that's where the self equity program comes in for these students. Y'all going to start with the disc. If you want the disc assessment, cool. We can only do the disc. But if you want to go beyond that with the self equity program, where we touch on mindfulness, where we touch on resiliency, communication, uh, emotional management and, and a couple other things throughout an entire semester or the entire school year, then we can do that too. Because my thing is I want to, again, reimagine the future of education and then that helps students reimagine their own future. It helps teachers reimagine how they can teach. For an example, I'm headed out to California at the end of the month to present to the English teachers of the state of California on creating safe spaces for collaborative learning and student engagement. I'm passionate about that. I, I said it previous and just in this interview earlier, I know how to uh, create that space and help keep students engaged uh, over a class period and beyond. Because one of the things that has to happen is that we, in the educational system, that we have to have learning go beyond the classroom walls. And if I could tap into the uh, the disc assessment with ele elementary students, 
if I can tap into ninth graders when they come to high school about like who am I learning more about themselves? We like a, it goes back to content, content, content. But students aren't really knowing about themselves. They're just sitting here lined up and being told what to do. And for me, I I have a I what I've done is I have a and I've had a student centered classroom, which allows for discussions, opinions, debates, because we all come from different backgrounds and you're able to learn from one another. I learn from students. Students learn from me. Uh, yeah, I'm the expert at it. Cool. Doesn't mean I can't be a student as well, because we all know when you start stop being a student, that's when basically you, you, you die. Um, some people, and I like to say that some people uh, die at 18, but don't get buried until they're 82, so, which is unfortunate. But wow. you got to keep learning. Wow. Yeah, man. This 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 is good. I'm taking notes over here. So when you see me looking, down, I see taking, you. I see I'm you. I'm taking notes because I I, I I don't I don't I want to just re, just highlight some things that, that that you've said that I think can really help some other people. But it's it's the fact that one you have you have the goal, and the goal is to help reimagine education, right? So mm-hmm. you're coming with something unique. It and 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 and, and I'm gonna say it like this. Because I, I'm, I'm just gonna say it like this. You know, I'm not saying it to offend anybody, but right. you're, you're, because the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So you're Absolutely. bringing, you're bringing education, right? Education mm-hmm. is not new, but you're bringing right. the Antoine Harris version of education to people, to the Absolutely. students, and they're like, yeah. oh, well, you know, we've been doing education, but we want that type of education. So, yeah. man, so for the people out there, I want them, y- y'all got to get, you got to get your thing. Right. You got to get your you got to get your twist like how Antoine has reimagined education. But then let's let's go a little bit deeper on what you said, Antoine, because you said. You can get the disc or you said you can come and get so you can get the fries or you can get this whole combo. (laughs) You can get the whole combo (laughs) because you said you got more offerings. I have more offerings with the self equity program. Again, that disc assessment. The students are going to learn about themselves. And here's the unique part about it, right? Talk about being different. For the students, the DISC assessment, the students is go- are going to get literature. Their parents are going to get literature. Their teachers are going to get literature. Their coaches, counselors are all going to get literature about that one student, that one student. And then if you, in the educational space, we talk about differentiation. We talk about being able to group certain kids with other kids. We can group kids with the based on the DIS. Somebody with a D-I-S-E, have those grouped together and see how that turns out. Again, what we're saying, some, some may argue that the way education is done, it doesn't work. So let's just, I like to do this, reimagine the future of education. So now adding the depth of the self-equity program. In one sentence, let me describe self-equity as basically solving your problems using your thoughts, ideas, creativity, knowledge, and self-control. We have built equity in so many other places, our homes, our financial portfolio, social equity, if you're in sports, sweat equity, right? But nobody really focuses on self 
equity so that you're able to um, just learn more about you, expand who you are, and just know uh, how you can navigate, pivot through this world. Let's think of the underserved community. All right, black community, kids of color. If you don't have the funds, resources to go get counseling, I can help you with some tips, tools, and strategies that's going to be able to help you bring yourself back to baseline, right? So that you're able to make a more conscious, informed decision, choice with your life. And and, and that's what it is. And the way uh, with this, it's um, when you build equity in yourself, it's, it's pandemic proof. It's uh, recession proof. You can't borrow against your self-equity. Your self-equity can't be uh, stolen. It can't be destroyed in a natural disaster unless you pass away. Uh, it can't be taxed. And guess what? It's available 24-7. The only time your self-equity doesn't work uh, is when you don't let it. That's mm -hmm. the only way it doesn't work unless you don't let it. Unless you call in sick on yourself. Unless you're not there for you. Right? Unless you're not present. So, you know, that's 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 what it is. You know, you, you can't, nothing new under the sun, but it's a billion something people on this planet. It's only one you. And that person can't be copied. So let's 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 work on building equity within ourselves. And you know, that's that's my message for students. Man. And then guess what? That's mm -hmm. gonna go even beyond, right? I'm starting with the meat and potatoes with the students, but yes, it can go with teachers it can probably it can go anywhere a lot of people can build equity within themselves but let's let's uh let me start let me start with the babies man let me start with the babies that that make that makes a lot of sense man as you, as you keep on talking about what just know what what you put together and you know what you with your experience and, and talking about self-equity Antoine I gotta ask you man because you keep on you keep on talking about this program which I think is phenomenal how how does one how does one begin to create a curriculum? It's it's based off of all those things that I said. Ideas, creativity, experience, accumulated knowledge, uh, and the expertise in the field of education in the field of students. When we look at the world around us, what what is what's missing um empathy right being able to uh put yourself in someone else's shoes being able to see what they see and being able to feel what they feel but it's not being taught and again you look around the world you look at you look at information you look at misinformation you look at how people talk how Arguments happen, debates, and it's like no. They always say cooler heads prevail, but no one is is sacrificing to be the cooler head. So, um, again, my own experiences. I was a hothead at some point. Like, yeah, I my senior year, junior year, like I led the league in technical fouls. You know what I'm saying? Like going through life uh, hasn't been easy, but it's just like. 
you you gotta somehow figure it out. And then I work with uh, a ton of people. Man, I can't take a lot of credit for it. First of all, the man upstairs dropped it in my spirit, but it's just like he has put people in my line to work with. I have a um, lady who I work with at University of Georgia. Uh, I got a couple uh, colleagues that I still work with and talk to, but just these people who, hey Antoine, you thought about this, that are in my line who are volunteering to just, they see the vision, they believe in it, and they wanted to help. So it's, 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 it hasn't been all me. It's, you know, a ton of research. Again, using my own experiences with, with students, with families, communities, with teachers, and um, in my own family to be able to move these things forward. But it's, it's not easy. It's just, it's just a, a lot of hard work. It's a lot of smart work. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of conferences. Like I just, I think about every, almost every conference that I went to as an educator, it's like, it's things that are able to tie back into, to help students with, I went to a social emotional learning conference. I went to a, uh, they have these, uh, I think these different practices in school. I forgot the name of that, but and a lot of content conferences, but just able to just again, learn from other colleagues over the years and retain that information. I, I got books, I got notes. Uh, I do read. Uh, a lot of people, I don't know if they do read, but like that's where the success and the secrets are is in the reading, in my opinion. And uh, I've become an avid reader. Uh, so yeah, educational books. I mean, um, I'm a big movie watcher, right? Mm -hmm. But I also like to extract lessons from movies. I don't watch just the entertainment. I look at different quotes because uh, these people who are writing and directing these movies, they're very smart. And what can I extract? What lesson can I extract from this? What, uh, this, the evolution of this character, does it remind me of anybody in my, in my life? But again, that all goes back to accumulated knowledge, ideas, creativity, my experiences in life, uh, and then with the resources of others, being able to develop something like this. Yeah, man. That's yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Cause you know, with your own experience, that's where the uniqueness is in your story. So yeah, yeah that's 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 super that's super cool. So since since you brought it up, let's so let's go ahead and uh re rewind back and just just tap dance a little bit. Like with, with you being Bro, you like you made it to the Hall of Fame. How's it feel to how's it feel to be being a being a Hall of Fame? Like like what what, oh, what does that feel man. like? Woo! Listen, uh it caught me off guard, caught me by surprise, and I'm so grateful and thankful because I've always lived and played with a chip on my shoulder. Cause growing up I just knew nothing was gonna be given, everything was gonna be earned, and I always felt like uh, just in the moment I kept it to myself, I never got the credit that I deserve ever, right? And even even though, you know, I led my teams in scoring, rebounding, the captain on the team, you know, all these wins uh, over, over my four years of college ball and still never thought I got the, the, the um, credit that I deserve. But I, that was an internal flame that just kept burning. So I was just like, I'm just continuing to work, continue to work, get better at being better. And when I got that, 
uh, news January of 2020, I think January 13th of 2020, I, I about cried. I was like, wow, finally, you know? And again, this is after a ton of awards at the junior college level. Uh, first team All-American, I had like multiple MVP awards in one season and, you know, leading my team to a record of 34-2 and two and a third place finish in the national tournament at the NJCAA Division One level. Uh, it was crazy, you know, going Division One after that. It was crazy, but and and just it was. I was like, man, finally, I got the credit that I feel like I deserved, and that's being uh, in the immortal and the Hall of Fame. So that eternal fame, man, is it's just over the years, people what they said, what they did, how things were talked about has always been logs on my fire. And I just, you know, kept it burning. So, so from, from taking all those experiences, you know, from you being a basketball player, from, from you being a, from, from, from you being a, a teacher and, and you being a coach. And then now you, you, you transition over to, to the other side and then, man, you, and then you start up this podcast. Talk, talk, a, talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about why, why you decided to, 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 to do the podcast and, you know, just how that's, how that's impacted you with, like, within your business and everything like that. Uh, yes, I, I have to be honest. I got to give a ton of credit to you, my friend. <laughs> and just, like, a lot of moving parts were going on. But, I you know, I talk about, you know, what I wanted to be, speaking and, and having these opportunities, which again, those have been coming, but it's like, I need to be able to speak often, right? How can I do that? But I, again, I had it on anchor. I didn't launch it until August of last year. It, that stuff was in the queue back in January. I was like, what was I waiting for? But it was you just kind of you know, going through the, the uh, five day to getting started and just how you did it, the things that you said, you really empowered me to just get started and things uh, 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 you'll learn on the way. But it was you, bro. It was you uh, just, again, empowering me. And I'm just sitting back and just watching Along with trying to do everything else, I'm just sitting back watching. I'm taking notes like, yep, I just got to do it. Like season one, I had zero video. I just started video season two. I just started. But I was just like, I need to be speaking every single week. I need to be able to give something. And first, uh, how it started, with, I was just going to, it was just going to be me. But my college roommate and teammate, won a fight, a national, uh, a heavyweight fight that was on pay-per-view. He beat someone that was undefeated. And I was like, I got to inter interview him about this. Like, wait, I, we got to talk about this. So fresh off of that, I was like, all right, maybe I get, let me get some guests. And let me see, let's let's talk about life in their court and what it, what it originated from because I struggled with the name. Life on a Court has been a, a memoir of mine. This is my high school year, all four years. This is my junior college years, Life on a the Court. That, these have been created for years. 
and this is my time at, at Winthrop, my first, like life on the court. So then it's like, how can I do a play on words where let's talk about life in their court. And that's just your regular life. Your court could be as an educator, as a student, professional athlete, artist, painter, music. That's your court that you're working in. So how can I get someone on and talk about life in their court and being able to give some uh some some info some gems to the audience the listening audience to be able to learn from their story their journey and you know that's what I've just been doing just again my creativity I'm just sitting back I pray meditate and when I do those things God just be like boom he drops it there it is son work it that's what I've been doing like seriously that's what I've been doing Man, that's super dope. I'm, I'm learning all the behind the scenes stuff today. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea, man, that you had, wow, that you, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's like you manifested it, right? Because it's like, seriously, you were, you were taking action, taking some action, taking some action. And then it just came the time. So what, what was the thing? What was the thing to where, like, because I mean, yeah, you, you went through the challenge and everything like that, but what was the part to where you, re you really told yourself, I have to flip this switch because like you said you had it up on anchor and everything like that but you just didn't pull the trigger what what was it within you to where you were like it has to like it's now or never i gotta i gotta keep speaking i gotta speak if i'm not being booked for speaking engagements i control i can't control if somebody uh says yes i can control what i put out though I can control my message. I can control um, how I add value to uh, the lives of other people. And so let's do that. And that's what I um, wasn't thinking about. And it was just, and it, and it was just another avenue to, on the grand scheme of things, yeah, this can eventually be a stream of income. How great would that be? But at the same time, it's like, let me put the value. Let me add value to me. Let me add value to the business. Let me add value. And then everything else will fall into place. So it's, I mean, I love it. I love it. Every bit of it. And um, it was now or never because it's like, I need, I, I got to get better. I need to get better at being better. And what is something that I can do consistently every single week on the same day? that keeps me going that keeps me honest that keeps me disciplined and it's that it holds me accountable every single week because um, i'm a big believer and uh I, I i say these three things the i either say the real cdc or the cdc you can trust and that's commitment that's discipline and that's consistency those three things you can count on no matter who's saying what you 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 go by that you're gonna be just fine so so yeah man that's strong that's strong i see you with another framework laying out another framework for us i did i did man <laughs> i know you, ain't, you didn't ask for it but man i just again i want i want to add as much value to uh to to this cast because i'm so thankful that for you to have me on man it it, it means a lot but 
yeah, uh, I just want to be able to add value to, to to your listening audience. Man, well, we you know we we definitely appreciate it. I I want I want to ask you this because this was something we talked about a little bit offline, and I think I think the people need to hear it, uh, especially for those people who are you know aspiring speakers, aspiring coach, consultant, whatever it might be. You 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 go by the name your motivational coach, but you're not all about the motivation. You got to break break it break it down, man. Okay, break, break, it down, break it down. I'm not sure if I even figured it all out yet, but I say you're a motivational coach because the motivation can come in so many different areas. It can come from me speaking in front of people. It can come on a conversation motivated after a conversation it can uh come from somebody just sitting back and seeing what i'm doing on social media or sitting back and just watching how i went from this to this and be motivated by my actions so i just want to be able and you know uh again something from you you said your podcast mentor that's powerful to me that's so powerful so how could I, you know, kind of like make it so empowering when they get an email or I sign? And it's mainly I don't really say it on social media at all. I don't say you're a motivational uh, coach. Um, what I say, I, I put it in my email. So I don't use it as much, but um, just being able to have. Again, just something like what is something powerful that I can just say about me? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm your motivational coach. And, and that could be uh, for your students. That can be for your educators. That could be for you personally. That could be um, for when you just anybody who's just kind of sitting back and just watching, you know, because we all know some people, a lot of people may not like it, but they watch it. So uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you you have inspired me a lot. You just have. Um and I appreciate it. Coach Harris, that's, well, I mean, first of all, I appreciate, I appreciate the, you know, the, the flowers, you know, much love and much respect. Yeah. But from hearing, hearing you say that, that, that makes me think of like you, you being the, like your motivational coach, it, it, it ties full circle into what you, what you're doing with, with self equity, because it, it, it creates a level of ownership, but then yeah. it also goes to the relationship piece that you've been talking about. Because it's like, who, who's that? Oh, that's, you know, your, your, your motivational coach. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it, yeah, it, I appreciate it, 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 yeah. it ties together, man. And it go, it, and it falls into what you've been saying this whole time, like about the relationship, creating yeah. accountability and all that wrapped up in there, man. It may, it makes so much sense. Full circle. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It, you know, um, I just, I mean, I just thank God. I really do. I just thank God because I, uh, you know, jumping off and, and the way I did it, Jonathan, the way I did it was just like, God was like, just go do it. The world is shut down. Hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. And, you know, I, I mean, like I said, over time, I've been doing these things with my students for years. But it was time to cover more ground. And I've seen the success with my own students in the classroom, how they are in the community, why in the community, because I will go to their games and watch them play uh, in, in different sports and their performances. And I've gotten phone calls, emails from parents. 
basically talking to me like, man, thank you for what you're doing with my with my son, with my daughter. They think it's the world of you. And, you know, I had a ton of ton of calls, emails, text messages with that. And it just reaffirmed that, yeah, I'm, I'm doing things the right way. And I'm showing them uh, a different avenue. I'm showing them a different way of life, a different style of living. And I look like them. Right. There's not a lot of black male teachers in education. And it's like. There is a market for me to come in and be your educational consultant because there are white males and white females doing it. Let me come in and work because you're working with students who look like me. Let me help you help them, which will help your community. Uh, moving forward. So yeah, that's 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 what I've been. Like I said, I, I'm not the best on social media, but when I am locked in with with my colleagues and we have these meetings about how how we can be better, when research comes in from from my uh, colleague at the University of Georgia, it's like, and she's in, you know she does a lot of stuff with online learning and student engagement, like. Yeah, let's let's put these heads together and let's kind of help roll this thing out. Um, one of the things that I'm going to share this one time, and nobody else is gonna, I'm not going to share it again until we roll it out. But so you get an exclusive. We're going to roll out augmented reality. Here's what I mean by that, right? <laughs> Research shows that students are more engaged in a uh, VR and AR situation. So to make the company pandemic proof, Mm. right? We don't know what's going to happen. No one knew that schools was going to shut down. People were going to be home. Kids were going to have to raise themselves for two plus years. So let's prepare for it and have that available um, for the students who are in need for the self-equity program. But we're just going to roll some things out. And, and, and everybody's like, oh, you're talking about metaverse and stuff. I was like, no, you'll just have to see it roll out. It's not you're able to get um, a physical person, but in a different um, a different way of seeing them run you through these uh, small groups, these discussion questions, these uh, activities that's going to help build your uh, self-equity. So excited about that. That's an exclusive. Um, So the people come back and watch this, they're going to get it. And um, again, that's another thing that just, again, adding more value to the business. We don't know where the world is going to go. But it's good to be prepared for it. So that's what I'm trying to do. Man, that's so strong. That's strong. That's strong right there, Coach Harris. That's strong. Let <laughs> let people know where they can find you, how they can follow you, and how, how they can connect with you, please. Yes, yes. Thank you for that. Uh, you can visit my website at www.antoineharris.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Antoine R. Harris or my regular name, Antoine Harris, both. You can find me on Instagram at coach.aharris and on Twitter, you can find me at 
Antoine Harris 21. And Antoine is spelled A-N-T-W-O-N. And you can email me at info at AntoineHarris.com. There we go. There we go. I'm, I'm going to make sure to, to get that information from you and so we can put it down in the show notes for, you know, for the listeners and, and, and for the viewers. But before I let you get out of here, I got, I got to run you through some questions. I like, to, I like to have a little fun segment. I like to call this segment this or that, right? So you're okay. going to pick one option or, or the other. Um, are, you, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Okay. And here we go. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Beaches or mountains? Ooh. <sighs> Beaches. That was tough. <laughs> I'm an outdoors guy, man. Like, I, I'm I big you. into nature. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Under Armour or Reebok? Ooh, UA. Mm. Hamburgers or tacos? Tacos. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> Dang. I gotta pick one. <laughs> Man, I'm a play, baby. I'm bringing the energy. <laughs> there we go. There we go. See, that was it. That 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 was it. That that was it. That was, that was, Man, that, the that last was one was the hardest. Man, I like to work because I like to work smart. I like to work smart. Now, if you'd have said work smart or play hard, I'm taking work smart all day. Uh, that's good, man. That's good. That's good. Well, now I want to, I want to, I want to ask you this, this last question and then I'm gonna kick it back to you once again for the final thought, but who is one, who's one slept on podcaster that I should interview next? Who is one slept on podcaster? Uh, Man, you may have interviewed her already. Hold on, my girl. Uh, <laughs> hold on, because I have her on my. Uh, um, uh, Bren. Oh, Coach Bren. Coach Bren. Okay, Coach Bren. Good, good, good. I, 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 I recorded. Brand. I recorded. I haven't haven't shot out the shot out the interview, so it's, it's right on time. It works out. Coach Brand, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, I, I like I like the mental advantage. Like I I have a, a lot that's saved on here, um, but hers hers is hers is slept on. Hers is slept on. Uh, there's another one. Um, and I I met these young ladies at a pitchmasters competition. Are you familiar with pitchmasters? Pitch it's masters? like a it's like a lower level a uh, Shark Tank. But these, mm. these ladies that have beauty-ish radio, that's a podcast that uh, okay. I've recently been listening to and okay. I think it's slept on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I, I, I'll look them up and I'll reach out. That's good, that's good to know. Yeah, that, 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 beauty-ish radio. Okay, okay. There, there it is. Okay, I got you. I, I, I'll look them up. I'll look them up. And Coach Harris, I definitely enjoyed our time today, our dialogue today. What's what's a final word that you want to leave with the people? You gave us a lot of gems. You even gave us a dime exclusive. Okay, but what, <laughs> what's a final word you want to leave with the people? Uh, you know what? Whatever you do in life, uh, for me, it's reimagining the future of education, and the time is now. Uh, no opportunity wasted. 
to reimagine the future of education and reimagine the future of you. So let's go. No time wasted. That's good. That's good. That's good. All, all no time the, wasted. All... No opportunity wasted. Let's go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, man, that, this this has been a, a jam-packed episode. Everybody out there listening, everybody out there listening, uh, I want I want to just encourage you all. I want to encourage you all definitely connect with Coach Harris. We're going to have his information down in the show notes, so so be sure to connect with him. And then also, so we can continue to grow grow the platform and uh, create more exposure for, for other phenomenal individuals, be sure to rank and review the podcast at yourpodcastmentorshow.com. But this ultimately is your podcast mentor show with Jonathan Jones, where the focus is to where we help you uh, establish your platform so you can profit on purpose from your podcast. See you next time. Peace and God bless. Mm-hmm.